What's shaking, cats and kittens? Rob Lee here for this month's presenting sponsor, Night Owl Gallery. Night Owl Gallery is an intimate, artist-run exhibition space showcasing the original paintings and fine art prints of Beth Ann Wilson. Also, it features curated goods from local artists and craftsmen. You'll be sure to find one-of-a-kind gifts, handcrafted jewelry, home decor items, along with a few vintage treasures. Located in the rear of 248 South Conklin Street in Highlandtown, across from the Sally O's, Night Owl Gallery is a unique space that brings together Wilson's love of the arts, community, and culture. Additionally, Night Owl Gallery hosts an array of arts and crafts workshops throughout the year and participates in community events, many of which are free and open to the public. So in this ever-changing world, safety is their priority. So feel free to join them and hit them up online at www.nightowl.gallery. Tell them Rob Lee sent you. Welcome to Getting to the Truth in His Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today I have the privilege of speaking to a glorious hero. I have Akio Evans on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up, man? I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me, man. So you're more than a glorious hero. You're welcome. You're more than a glorious hero. That's part of it. Yes. Also, you're a multi-talented artist. You're in various areas. Yes, indeed. I've, well, I've been doing all things that <laughs> my mind will follow, like with, with being filmmaking, documenting. Since I was able to have my hands on a, on a camera, I was able to like just pick that thing up and just go. That happened when I was 16. But um, when I always I had a creative niche of making something, of manipulating something. When I had the Thensolates yeah. uh, on Bond Street, for those who know, they they look like fake Thames. <laughs> and my sister, she would draw the Timberland sign because we was embarrassed. She would draw the Timberland sign on the uh, sides, and we fooled a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. But it's like one of those things. It's like um, I remember back in the day, I used to go to the wild like twenty nine dollar shoe store, or what mm-hmm, have you. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, yo. These and ones are not Jordans. Let's <laughs> let's not do that. Or those like those airs, not even Nike oh, airs, just man. the air joints. Yo, I remember you, you ever had yo no, I had Rod Owls, yo. Sixth grade. <laughs> With the Lombard middle, man. I thought I was you know, because when you're young, you don't think nothing of it, especially when you grow up poor. You don't think you just look at a fresh pair of kicks. Man, people was like, hey, yo, you know. It was it was yeah. embarrassing, man. Really embarrassing. I mean, the thing for me because like I, as you as you remarked when I got here, I'm obviously the biggest person in my family. So yeah, yeah. you know, having to like, <laughs> yo, this this kid's got like size 13s. I was already like in middle school. I was wow. wearing my dad's clothes. Wow. You need to get a job. I was like, I am 12. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let, but let's talk about that though. So okay. some of some of the stuff that I'm seeing, like especially even with the shirt you have on, that references mm-hmm. a movie that I believe is an anniversary year. It might be twenty fifth, twenty sixth anniversary. Absolutely. So you, you're wearing this dope set it off shirt or what have you, and that's a design of yours mm-hmm. that you're yes, putting indeed. together, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so speak on 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 that work that you're okay. on because um, that's the thing that I was like, all right, I need to talk to this dude. Man, uh, well, actually, I mean, just starting off with yeah. what I've been doing, man. I just wanted to actually go off of what me and my siblings had looked at the movies that my mother had made us watch yeah. when, we were kid, when we were kids. Now, Jason's lyrics, as you remember that, like yeah. we had to leave the room or she would put out. But majority of the movies that we did see, it was bootleg. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, you can hardly see anything in there, you know. But, um, yeah, man, um, most of the, um, the the shirts that I'm making now, or the, you might have seen some of the comic books we, off air, we was talking about comic books and stuff like that. Yeah. My mother, she would make me watch, I mean, I'm sorry, she would make me read comics and she was a nerd right so yeah. she would be she loved to read she loved it she wasn't a, a official teacher but she 
But, you know, anytime she get, got an opportunity to teach at my elementary school, she would, you know, um, be a substitute teacher. But um, she would leave some comic books in my room and she was like, hey, did, so did you read the yeah. first, second issue of um, Batman and Wolverine? I'm like, yeah, I read it. She <laughs> said, okay, well, what happened? And I'll make up something that she said, you didn't read it. And <laughs> she would take two of the comic books away and make me read before I can earn to get another comic book. Yeah. So she, and then when, when X-Men came out, uh, the Fox Fox Kids version. Yeah, yeah, Man, that comic was, I mean, that that, that uh, show was deep. It was mainly for adults. That was fire, yeah. Man, um, but I remember my mother looking at Storm and yeah. how she, because she grew up in an age where Looney Tunes, they were borderline racist, and she knew it then. <laughs> Everybody knew it then. Yeah. But to see herself on there so so you know i take all those whether it be comics whether it be movies and i actually like you know we talked offline the nostalgia of just looking at those actual pieces actually what what would be in a walking billboard or some people who collect my art they say yo i just wanted it in my closet so i could just look at it yeah i I'm, i feel honored just by that so it's just more so of just Having those memories that we have in a capsule, bit you wearing it as art, or you just having it as a keepsake, that's my main um, aim to actually, you know, make and create. You know? Yeah, I, I admire that. Like being able to, as I was telling you, like when we were talking earlier, like I, I like to go back and look at old movies and just yeah. dissect them and get more immersed yeah, in them. And it's the thing, like you're selling, like not you per se, but mm -hmm. the notion of like selling nostalgia. It's like you remember mm -hmm. when that was this. It's like take you back to that. That's something Indeed. that's that's deep that connects to people. It's like you're not necessarily looking at and seeing because as you're an adult, right? You're seeing something like, all right, that was a shot. <laughs> that's some bad acting right there. Yeah. But you go back to what you were thinking as a kid. You connect to that point versus Absolutely. what you're seeing. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll tell you this before I get to my next question. I remember you mentioned X Men, right? Mm -hmm. I remember watching uh, um, what is it? Um, it may have been Days of Future Past, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I marked out when Cyclops like popped. I was like, "Yo, Cyclops is alive!" I was like, "Let's get it!" <laughs> Yo. And yeah. and someone was like, "Can you calm down? Yo. You see like a, a yeah, six foot man. four, three hundred pound man just like yeah, <laughs> taking his shirt off, running around. It, it's crazy." Yeah. Um, so, so tell me a little bit more about your your background and growing up. You you had the the comic story. That's mm -hmm. that's a thing. That's a thing. Mm -hmm. I remember my uh, my parents used to give me um, Wizard. You remember that old book? Oh my goodness, yeah. man! Yeah. yeah, I remember Wizard. And wow. it was more like it wasn't necessarily read. Mm -hmm. It was because I was I was a good student, okay. so that wasn't my my issue. My issue was I would rush through my work to draw. And then I would take the B because I know I'm going to get the B. <laughs> and then I would draw, and I used to get in trouble about that. Wow! So instead of them saying, eh, "They was like, well, here's some wizard stuff. Become <laughs> more aware of this and get better at drawing, mm -hmm. and maybe make some money off of it one day." Mm -hmm. So it was mm -hmm. more like a test. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Everything was like a test for uh, when, I, when when growing up. Like even when summer vacation used to start off, I was thinking that we were going to enjoy the whole entire summer. Nah, nah. My mother, she had like stuff written out for us and because we lived in uh, a crazy neighborhood. You know, what I mean, um, it, it was it was violence. I mean, everything you can name. And I feel like she did that because when she left to go to work, we had to watch ourselves at an early age. Mm -hmm. um, grew up and we, it was times we had only ramen noodles to eat or ketchup sandwiches and stuff like that. So she had to keep us occupied. And she, only way she could, felt like she needed to keep us occupied or discipline us. She shook us. She shook us. She kept us. She got us shook because she said, "Hey, if the neighbors catch you outside, I'm a no." And I gave them permission to beat you, which had happened. And if you don't finish the homework by the time I come home, 
And then so is though my sisters, they know that I was behind on like I would play the Sega Genesis. I, I wouldn't even care because I was like, all right, you know, better. I don't know how to do the multiplications or whatever, whatever. I'll just take that beating. They'd be like, nah, Keo, because if one of us failed, we all got a beating. If one of us didn't finish the, uh, and this was summer. Yeah. And then and then it didn't even matter. Like it was some days where you said, you know, talk about my background a little bit. Some days where we had our gas electric off. You get what I'm saying? So my mother didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Whereas though, like, she really wanted us to complete those things. And, uh, man, she was really just about education and teaching. And I feel like that's a, what's a part of what I'm doing now subconsciously, be it, uh, you know, teaching people uh, all the time where I, a video production or if I'm teaching them basic skills of how to create you don't have to be an artist or to learn how to draw. It's other ways that you can actually create and make something. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that my mother had instilled in us because she was always like doing the seamstress. She was she was doing things to have a hustle because she was a single parent yeah. and um, struggling. Whereas though my mother could never keep a roof over our head because we got evicted. We had to leave things behind. All the comics, all the toys, all the things that I've had, I had to leave that behind. And so that's why when I'm creating. Mm -hmm. Um, um, uh, sometimes when you just said wizard, when you yeah. just said that, I, I, I literally forgot all about that. And I had those books yeah, as yeah. well. Um, yeah, I might've had the second hand-me-downs, I had the wrinkles in them, yeah, but yeah. that's why I'm holding on to some of the things that I'm, uh, when I'm creating too, because it's like, even I just started collecting toys about a year ago. That, that's the, that's you know? the thing. That's the thing I wanted to key in on because like we used to get some of our toys, um, you know, it's like, we didn't have it budgeted. Like we lived in Lafayette projects. Mm. So we didn't have you see, wow. you see what I'm saying? We didn't have it, but seventh, seventh floor. We didn't have wow. it budgeted um, for like, yo, you need these toys. It was like, look, you're getting toys at Christmas. Man. You're getting a video game at Christmas. That's that. And anything we wanted in the um, the time between, it was like, I go to the Goodwill. Man, yeah, deep. And, and deep. Um, you know, we would get like the Transformers might be missing a leg oh or goodness. something. Yep. Yep. But that was that was kind of kind of the steam there. And now, as an adult, I remember we had some of the first run of things from, like, uh, maybe aunts and uncles would get us. Yeah. So, like, original yep. Ninja Turtles yep. or something yep. like that. <laughs> yeah. And now, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I need this. It's not coming out of the case, though, but this you is going to be, I got the little shrine there that has Flat my pop culture references. Same here, yo. yeah. Same here. It got the pop pops on the top. Yeah. And then it's got, like, wrestling figures, yep. and it kind of just Same goes down. Here, bro. Like, I, I got a bishop. Uh, that it was that's been in the plastic since '93 that wow. I got from online, and I can't make my my friend actually gifted to me last year for my birthday. My, shout yeah. out to my homie Jazz, uh, you know he gifted to me on my on my B day, and he was like, "Yo, Kill, it's, it's your toy, man. You can take it out." Say, "Yo, Doug," and I'm I, I'm I'm 36 at the time, I'm just now turned 37 uh, two months ago. But I said, "Nah, Doug, like." Do you understand that this been in the plastic since 93? <laughs> I'm not taking this out. As much as I, cause he remembered that, I said that I always wanted a Bishop toy. But, you know, like you said, yeah. like being in Lafayette Projects or growing up in those communities, even when I remember I, I could never have the Bishop toy. But I remember uh, actually going to School 250 on Caroline, and they would uh, give kids in the neighborhood, like, the pro wings and the, and the shoes and stuff yeah. like that. And I was so excited because, like I said, I would see a fresh pair of new shoes, but I never would yeah. see. But all the other students, all the other kids in the neighborhood, they would be looking like, you know, we ain't not getting none of them. And uh, <laughs> when I wore the shoes, man, I even got a picture that I shared a few about a few uh, months back. It's me and my twin sister and my um, my other sister and my mom's. We was at the 93 Anfram, yeah. and I got those same exact <laughs> shoes on. I loved it because they had like a little reflector, but... You know, um, I got teased a lot uh, growing up. So I would have never uh, wearing the shoes, having holes in my shoes, this, and the third. So for, uh, fast forward to now um, being an artist and actually being called and commissioned to do these sneakers by celebrities. And, like, 
I feel like that's so much. It's 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 like a it's like a little catch twenty two, if you will. Yeah. Like yo, how is it? You know, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely like amazed at how things come full circle. Whereas you know, uh, like when I like some of my students, like when I would teach video production. Um, they would learn later that I designed sneakers too. Yeah. So I would bring the sneakers to the school and some of the kids, I see myself in them because they are going through the same struggles that I went through. And, um, you know, it's just amazing how, you know, I, I, I be sharing even with them. And during the pandemic, I remember I was being sent uh, some images in, um, on my Instagram from parents who were actually uh, like excited that their kids were actually creating uh, sneakers and they was like oh you know look look at my look my daughter Terese she's making sneakers and it was just amazing just to see that that small inspiration get exploded in a way where I wouldn't even have imagined so man it's just really amazing how those things play out you know what I mean you know yeah. just having that struggle and just understanding like yo your struggle is is really a result of you uh having to actually mentor or actually have uh be relatable to some of those kids is just really amazing because had i not went through that who was to say i would be the person i am today you know? I, I i think that they're especially with people's different upbringings like you you learn things that you may not recognize that you're getting at the time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know like that perseverance that that acknowledgement that education and being around and things like that are important it may not Indeed. be you got an A on this test, but mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. can you solve problems? What are these transferable things? Like, we didn't really have at least. Uh, me and my brother talk about it on occasion that yo, we were broke, and, we, <laughs> it, and it was like this realization. And but it's like yo, we got Domino, not Domino, we got pizza bowlies regularly though, <laughs> and we, you know having both our parents around or what have you. But then I started looking back on it, like yo. They couldn't afford clothes for me, though. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was stunting, though, because I was wearing my dad's clothes. I'm wearing jerseys all the time and shit. Wow. Going to, I'm talking about, like, the authentic joints. Wow, I had, like, the Sammy man. Sosa jersey on the Frank Thomas joint. I was like, yo, is my dad like a, like a crip and shit? Like, what's this, <laughs> what's this White Sox jersey? What is this? Or wearing, like, Banana Republic all the time, mm -hmm. stuff that mm -hmm. he was wearing because we didn't have it, per mm -hmm. se. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, almost like, being presented as older. Indeed, indeed. And then having the size to go along with it. Yeah. And then really people are like, you're just older, right? It's like, no, I'm 12 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. That, and I think we tend to go back to, to our circles. Yeah. We return yeah. to it. So it's like, if there's something that you missed out on or something that you feel like, like you, you see it from rappers, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't get this as a kid. So I'm going to get it mm -hmm. now. Yeah, I couldn't afford that then, so I'm gonna get it now. Exactly, exactly. And we we want to relive that, and um, I, I think it's I think it's important. I it think is. it's important when you don't have it because you have to celebrate that. Mm. And you know, you touched on a second ago with your with your with your with your students, with your kids, that it, when you're having that opportunity to you you see something in them, you're like, I want to make this easier for you somehow. Yeah. One of my good friends who, who who's a podcaster, he he podcasts with me. I, when I met him, he had the same job I had okay, okay. Um, that I pro previously had. So the story goes for me, I, I my first job, I was a janitor. And I was a janitor at um, the, the phone company, right? Okay, okay. And you get to see how people are treated. Yeah. You get that perspective. Not really how I treat people, but you get to see how people are treated. Yeah. And I was young. So you, you're in that formative time. You don't really know who you are. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you just hear people talking about you, and it's not good. Not good for a kid to hear, because I was like 15, right? So 
I go to college, wrap up college, finish that, and then come back, and I'm a manager at the same building. Wow. And I get to look at these people with, like, a shit-eating grin. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, do I know you? Mm-hmm. Like you were saying earlier, you had the long, yeah. I had, like, the long cornrows. And when wow. I came back, I had, like, the regular. They're Man. like, who are you? I was like, yeah. I'm nobody. Yeah. And I'm, like, actually over you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I met him, he was a janitor, my man's. And I'm just sparking up a conversation with him, just talking with him. And not like, yo, get my trash, trash, dude. But I was like, yo, like, what's good, man? You got the the, the Dragon Ball Z shirt on. I mm-hmm. see that's a cool, mm-hmm. that's a cool anime, man. Mm-hmm. And we built a friendship off of that, and it's getting rid of this. And that's a friendship that's been over ten years, by the way. Wow. That's getting past this whole, I know more than you, yeah, or I'm better than yeah. you, or whatever that people do all the yeah. time. And really, it came out of this. I see what you're doing. You're doing what I used to do. And this is only a temporary thing. Exactly. Because exactly. it's, I know the stuff that you can hear. Man. And it's crap. Man. Man. So you, you, you touched on um, having like a commissioned sneaker mm-hmm. um, art that's been collected by multiple people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit some of the names, <laughs> not all of them. I mean, I see Dave Chappelle. I see Dr. Dre. I see AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was it learning of their interest in your work and even in times meeting some of these folks? How, how Describe that. Man, um, <coughs> it was definitely interesting, man. Definitely interesting, Rob. Uh, it, was, it was more so every time I'm like, okay, when I'm being commissioned to do these pieces, mm-hmm. it's like the very moment that I'm getting excited to do these pieces, yeah. it's like I got to um, automatically get back into my game face mode because this is like, uh, like you know, a pair of sneakers that I'm actually being commissioned for 4000 a piece, and I can't mess this up. So yeah. it's just like, you know, that discipline comes there. And I feel like, you know, how it's... Like turn off your fandom. It turned off it turned automatically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but then the fandom goes back into when I have to research and I have to find images uh, that, you know, because each and every piece that I create, I, I, I'm also like to go at it with a personal route. So I find like personalized images to actually bring the piece together. Like for Dr. Dre, um, his piece that I made, I put the mixer, uh, and I had to actually find the mixer. The mixer was hard to find. Uh, because you know the big I mean you can e- easily google it but then when you actually try to blow up the image it's pixelated so when I finally found it it was a mixer that uh, I, f- I forgot what the exact mixer what it, what it was but he said that was one of the best gifts that he ever received from his mom and that actual mixer was also the introduction to his mixing as a DJ oh wow you get what I'm saying so I put that as the hang tag and each and every tag that I actually create where I do the art pieces whether it was for Alan Ives and all the people that you just mentioned I always put my tags be it uh, my logo or their personalized hang tag of something like for Dave Chappelle was like the book that he mentioned as a reference into how he felt like uh, he got screwed over by uh, Comedy Central it was um, the the bottom bitch uh, book or whatever Um, but I always put something like that on the left side because my mother she died of a heart attack and uh, so all of the logos, all of the personal hang tags, the goals on my left side. And, um, you know, it was funny because I was always making clothes. And like you, how you said too, man, um, I'm a, I'm a go, I'm a piggyback what you just was talking about, about how you was in a managing position. Um, and this is going to drive it home of, of what you was just asking me. Um, I remember, uh, I used to, you know, walk around with a double bag and this one, I still had my warrants here in Baltimore. And, um, I would be, uh, I would catch buses, and I would before the social media age, I would have all my artwork in a polar war in, in polaroids, and I would 
uh, show anybody. I was posted up at Lexington Market. I was posted up where K Swift, she used to uh, DJ right outside of Sickling Lane. Mm -hmm. And I would stop people before they even go into downtown locker room or the shoe city that's the Lexington Market. And I was like, hey, man, they ain't got what I got in this bag, man. <laughs> and uh, I said, hey, if you want to look like anybody else, man, you can. But I'm telling you, when you. If you want something from me, man, I'm telling you, you're going to look exclusive. And then when they'll come out, they're like, all right, man, what you got? And then when I will <laughs> open up this stuff, they're like, oh, dang, they'll see the Dickie uh, shirt with the images of New Jack City yeah. going down. And these are still some of the designs that are not still created to this day. So yeah. that's why I'm about to go back into that bag and start creating them again. But um, anyway, I remember one time distinctively, uh, I was actually on a bus and um I, I, I had so much like, you know, I was bold, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I knew that I had to change the minds of who I would see or interact with because I still had my warrant. I was only in Baltimore temporarily to go back to Phoenix or at that time I was even going through Phoenix. So I was in Seattle. So I know that if I seen anybody on the bus, I would never see them again. Mm -hmm. And um, I would work my way up from the front to the back. Yeah. And I would show people my, my, my Polaroids and all that. Uh, and, and they would flip through my book, like, oh, you need a store, you need a store. I would hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah. and, like, and they'd be like, give me your card. I'm like, I'll right, give my card. And I remember seeing this one individual that went to my school. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and, and I remember her face. You know how you say familiar face? You, gonna show, you, we got, you ain't been to school. This is like I had him in like 2007. So when he was in school since 2002, I graduated. And I was just going to share with her what I've been up to lately, right? Yeah. So by the time I got there, I was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, I said, uh, here's my book. She's like, you're a loser. Oh, shit. And I remember this still, I remember this still to this day. Yeah. She said, you're a loser. And I was like, huh? And I think I get it by why she said that, because here it is. She don't know what I'm doing. She don't yeah. know. She still ain't see the book or what I was doing. Years later, this person had me on MySpace. Then she had me on Facebook. Then yeah. she had me on Still to this day, she got me on Instagram. And it's funny because when I started doing my limited drops, yeah. I just started doing those drops like about a year ago. Well, my first drop was uh, in October. It was the Media Man drop. And um, <laughs> make a long story short, man, um, she had reached out to me. She got some pieces for her and, you know, her um, the guy that she's with at the time. And she remembered that moment. She was like, M she seen everything yeah. from, she seen me when I was, where I was at on that bus. Yeah. When I had the locks, when I had the goals in my mouth, when I was trying, I had my warrants. She see me in that stage, and she see me now. And she was like, she was like, she she bought like five hoodies from me. Yeah. And it was like a way I looked at it, like of, of an apology. Yeah. Like I'm sorry for calling you a loser. Yeah. I'm sorry for judging you because you was just trying to make it. You was just a black man trying to make it. And here's my apology. I'm gonna buy five hoodies from you. And my hoodies is about hundred piece. So that was really, you know, I was substantial. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was just like, wow. So yeah, but um. My, my my creative process mainly is to actually not just create anything. Anybody can make and slap any colorway on to a silhouette of an Air Force One or whatever case may be. But I like to go in depth about what I create. It's very thoughtful, and it's and and I want it to be as such because I don't when I'm no longer here, I want that piece to be something that the family or whoever looks at that piece, like even for Dr. Dre Studio, I want people to walk past that piece and be like, oh, wow, you know what I mean? I remember that was when I want, you know, so that's pretty much uh, what, and what draws my inspiration of creating. And uh, it's, 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 it amazes me every time. Like when I, every time I create something like for Kevin Hart, it was my first time actually trying to just have the whole uh, canvas be painting. I didn't know what I was doing at that time. <laughs> yeah. I just knew that I wanted to paint the whole entire sneaker similar to all his um, his comedy tours. Mm -hmm. And even and I remember when I met him, when we found, finally had sealed the deal because this guy, his close friend had commissioned me to make the piece for him. I remember I was with him and Nico, 
And I was like, um, I went to him. He was because he, he, this is at the his uh, his uh, uh, bodyguard. Who, if you've seen him, you would never do. He's a bodyguard. He has a ponytail. The main man, you know, he's 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 on point. But he he had actually locked the shoes up. Yeah. And he put them in um, Kev's hotel. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I, I, you know, after we made the transaction, we took a picture. We talked a bit. I was observing him, and then I came back after the fight because I was kicking him Johnny Knight. I was like, "Hey, man, my bad, man. Look, I wish I would have made the shoes like this way, that way." He said, "Look, man, like stop that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna let you do that right now." He said, "I'm not gonna let you do that. You're dope. You're here because you're dope." He said, "Man, understand that you're dope. That's why you're here, man." He said, "I'm not gonna let you down yourself like that, man." Yeah. And then I was, and then in that moment, I was like, "I was like, yo." He said, "No." He said, "I'm putting the shoes up." He said, "When I wear the off whites, I work in off whites when they get dogged up." And what I do with that is I throw them away. He said, your shoes, I'm putting them up. Yep. He said, so, and, but even then I didn't understand the value of art. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was getting told by peers like, dad, yo, why the, why the people that you make the stuff for, they don't ever wear them. Why, why do you just collect them? And then I started to learn that, okay, wow, what they do with art pieces, mm-hmm. they collect them. Yeah. Like cars, for example, like Pharrell, he has pieces in cars and you go to the Brooklyn Museum and Pharrell or Jay-Z, we was talking about Jay-Z uh, before we get on the podcast. Those individuals, they collect those pieces. Mm-hmm. And that's become generational wealth because Brooklyn Museum or all these other museums, they invest in that art piece to be displayed at Brooklyn. And yeah. then you— This place, this is on loan from— uh, from yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and that never depreciates. And, and I think I think that's the thing. And, and going back to because I want to touch on okay. it, the, that, that notion that— um, I think we, we try to, because of, I think, where we're at, and maybe this is right, mm-hmm. I think because of where we're at, we're like, I could do better, though. Yeah. I, I think it's because where we're from. Yeah. it's exactly. I think that's a piece of it. Exactly. And I'll, I'll add this in there before I move to the next okay. thing. Okay, okay. You know, when they were filming part of Meteor, man, they were filming across the street from Lafayette Project. Indeed. Me, my brother, and my dad, we went over and they were filming one of the rooftop scenes. I'll never forget that. We went over there for that, and it was one other movie. Um, do you remember Head of State? I do. Uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, when he did the Players Club, yeah. the, the the ball or what have you, they filmed part of that at the Senator. My dad was driving. He was like, that's a lot of ass right there. Pulls <laughs> over, and then we get out and just look. Like, we just in the, So, yeah. History, man. Always, my dad, he's, he's a dude that will spot a movie being filmed, wow. a spot a TV show being filmed. And that's amazing that you mentioned Head of State, because the reason why I started— Actually, and this is a weird story, before we conclude— yeah. um, Man, uh, when I first started my first drop, bro, mm-hmm. it was going to be with, it was the Black Panthers. It was going to be the Black Panther drop, right? Because yeah. I was I was wearing the shirt all of 2020 mm-hmm. throughout the pandemic. And uh, it was um, <laughs> it was a comic book that my friend Jazz, my friend Jazz, you know, he was like, yo, which I found later that he was my cousin. He was like, yo, um, I want this Black Panther shirt, yo. I was like, all right. He said, no, but no, nah, I want your logo on it. He put your logo on it, I bet. So then when I had made it or whatever i said yo i'm gonna i'm gonna do another comic book and i did another comic book and when i was posting it people was like yo dad yo that shirt that design is dope i said i bet now this was like august 17th mm-hmm. august 27th and i still have it on my instagram and i was like all right y'all y'all been asking all summer <laughs> to drop it for me to drop this black panther joint so i'm gonna drop it on august 28th which is the next day and the next day Chad McBoseman passed and similar to what I was talking about like the personal stuff. It seems like every time I'm creating, right, it has like these synchronicities. Like when Dr. Dre seen his shoes that I made him, Mm -hmm. he was like, how did he know how to put that text on that part where he don't even know that that's the name of my new Netflix series? I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? And 
And and but anyway, um, when Chadwick Boseman passed away, I was like, people was like, yo, you still ain't gonna sell? I'm like, nah, bro, I ain't gonna sell the Black Panther stuff. I said. I, I said, I'm going to wait, but I ain't going to sell it. And then I was pondering. I was like, what can be the first job? Media Man. Okay, Media Man. I can do Media Man because it was shot here in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. It's a history. So even with the head of state, yeah. um, a lot of the movies, even with Set It Off, yeah, Set It Off the movie, but I'm attached to Set It Off because Jada Pickett met uh, 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 Queen Latifah here in Baltimore. That, that, that's the thing, right? And they were like, best friends. See, see, you may find this interesting. One of the things that I'm planning on doing, is, like I said, I do the movie review podcast. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was thinking of doing of something that has an attachment to Baltimore, whether it's the lead is from Baltimore, it was filmed in Baltimore, yes. or it's set in Baltimore. I wanted to do something like that. And Meteor Man mm-hmm. is on that list, especially because like my man Greg, um, who I, I do a podcast with, um, he he and I were talking about, um, like he did like a month of black uh, superhero movies. Mm, powerful. That he, were, he was writing like blogs about it. Wow. He's like, yo, you should probably watch this or this is an ass, but it's still a black superhero. And he was like, I'm going to do this going up into when Black Panther came out. That's what he was doing. So he's like, I got steel in here. He's like, steel's not great, but also he's like, Catwoman with Holly Berry. Also not great, but, you know, you know, so speak on. Um, so let's see. When when do your best ideas hit you? You you mentioned the synchronicity of things. You mentioned like kind of touching on that nostalgia, but nostalgia. But when would your 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 best ideas hit you? Mine's hit me randomly. Same here, same here. I, I'm gonna say my best ideas hit me when it's complete silence. Mm. Like I I can be in the car driving and don't even realize no music is on. Mm. And I can have music in my head or I can just, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, my best ideas come <laughs> when I'm in the shower. No, no, no. I can be sleeping in my mind. I'm like, OK, I'm about to go to sleep. And I, a, a good idea won't run through my head all day. But when I'm fine, my body is tired. My mind isn't tired. And I'm literally just thinking of just all these ideas. And if I do not write these ideas down, yeah, yeah. they will be forgotten. So. It comes at the weirdest times, like really right now. And then when it just comes at three o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning, whatever have you, I'm just writing in the dark. And some 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 ideas come to me in my dreams. I, I find that when you're dipped into whatever your thing is, mm-hmm. you 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 can't turn it off. So like, I I don't sleep well, right? So I, I like I've been sleeping a little bit better, but mm-hmm. I, I don't really sleep well. And sometimes. I'll have a, a something that hits me in the middle. It's like, yo, this dream could be a fire treatment. This could be something. And I started leaving a notepad next to my bed or something because yes, bro. I, I, I had this this ridiculous idea. I was like, yo, I want to have like a series or at least a skit or something where it has to be a visual where it's a guy he's really obsessed with. Like he's a detective in his mind. He's really obsessed with these anachronistic like cop shows. So he's wearing like, it's like the summer. It's like mm-hmm. like a hundred degrees and he's wearing a trench coat because he wants to be Columbo. <laughs> I was like, this is hilarious to me. And I was like, I need to do something with this. And the other thing is I'm, I'm a person that I'm really into puns. Mm. That's a thing for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like my, my girl was like, all right, big pun. I was like, ah, <laughs> you're doing it now. And, you know, it's just like the sign of like, I think in my head, at least having an active mind, you're active into mm. whatever the thing is. You're being quick. You're yes. being about it because ultimately I have like a script here of questions I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, these things are improv. Yes. And yes. even the other podcasts I do, they're, they're improv to mm-hmm. a big degree. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you're not dipped in it, you're not able to do that. Mm-hmm. Something that's not firing. So I would imagine the same thing that kind of applies for what you're doing. So if you're not tapped into 
the, 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 the content that you want to maybe repurpose or have some familiarity with the, the work that's being commissioned. Yes. So if you're not, if you're like faking it, like, yeah, man, Meteor Man, that looks lit. Let me do something with that. No. If you've liked Meteor Man or watched it, then you can do it more authentically. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. that's the thing that people Absolutely. don't see. Absolutely. And it also ties back into what you just talked about too off air, the nostalgia. Yeah. Like it's going to attach you more to the thing. Like I'll have this thing where I always talk about the story and uh, your, your the, the logo and your signature, your story and signature. Those are two uh, strong things. Like, for example, like Salt Bay, for example, when you go to Dubai, I've never been to Dubai, right. but... When people talk about, like, when they go to Dubai, the only people who complain about his menu is the people who don't see it deeply. Even people who can afford the menu, they were like, oh, man, you know, I paid $1,300 for steak. If I want to do that, I would do that. No, this is, this is what you're doing. You're not just paying for that steak. It's the story and the signature. The story behind Salt Bay and how he became Salt Bay yeah. is who he is, right? So when you buy into the signature, his signature is yeah. what? The little sprinkle thing, right? So when we attach, like, our stories with these uh, comics or these movies and stuff like that, you know, we imprint that. that our, it, The signature is internal. with It's imprinted on our hearts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So everything that I do, I allow that to attach that. But that's also what I want to teach when I start um, having my art apparel uh, store is that, like, t attaching the story and signature is very important because that can also increase the why of why you're doing it. And, and like you just said, you're just not creating Media Man or anything for that matter. Like even the stuff that you're going to do with, um, you know, the series that you're thinking about, that is innately inside you and you're just not talking about it because it's the clout. Like, yeah. I remember you said, and yeah. you're he was like, what's clout? You, I seen that in your story, yeah. right? But people are doing it for the clout. The people that have clout mind, they're the ones that are just splattering together. I, I think about that stuff like all the time because mm -hmm. you, you want to do, and, and, and this is a thing that I do and I ask some people, and I, and I, I think I have an answer for you on how you may approach it, but you know, feel free <laughs> okay. to chime in with it. I always do this thing of how, are you checking in with yourself? Mm. Are you doing whatever you're doing for the right purpose? Are you being authentic in that purpose? Because mm -hmm. you know it can it can switch. It can. It, can, it can be like, all right, you know, I need to do this for this bread right now. Cool, mm -hmm. that can be a purpose. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, you know, I really need to get this out. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. some people will use their their art or their practice as a means to, you know, deal with something. They may have had some loss, some trauma, mm -hmm. or what have you. Mm -hmm. Or they meet, they they are really happy and they're like, yeah, I want to share this with everyone. Yeah, yeah. and it's being able to one know why you're doing the thing. Yeah. Yes. And that, that ties back to like what you're saying with the, the, the meaning of that logo, yeah. the meaning of yeah. that, that branding and that signature there. And, you know, I think some people don't check in. They're just too busy doing whatever. whatever it is. Everybody was, uh, like that. A prime and they're example. disconnected from it. Exactly. Cause a prime example was when DMX passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm, I met DMX when I had, when I was on a run at that time, I'm not on a run anymore for those who may listen to this now. I'm not on a run, but I had two warrants and I, and I remember when I met DMX, I had those warrants, those outstanding warrants here in Baltimore and in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, before how I was able to meet DMX was uh, my friend Tony, who I met out there in Spokane, he see me wear this belly dicky shirt. Yeah. This belly dicky shirt had all the scenes on the dicky shirt because I had a movie series line that I would do just on dicky shirts. I had the Mac, I had uh, belly. And I, again, these are movies that I actually, you know, fell in love with, right? Belly was the first DVD movie that I had, and I watched it repeatedly. So anyway, uh, basically with this Belly shirt, um, I when I met DMX, I was in Spokane, and uh, I was just coming off the Greyhound bus because I couldn't catch the plane. I was too paranoid to catch the plane because, like I said, I can get extradite from 
Phoenix, Arizona, whatever. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, I uh, was on the bus, or whatever. Never do it again, bro. I was on that bus for about five days, bro, because I was coming um, from visiting uh, Baltimore to um, see my my cousin wedding. So anyway, uh, right when I got off the bus, the guy Tony was like, "Hey, yo, Keo, yo, look, uh, DMX is in town, bro." Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I want you to meet him and bring that belly dicky shirt. <laughs> and at the time, like, you know, I got a chance to do a little bit of shower, but not too much. And yeah. I had the bacon neck T-shirt underneath, right? Oh, so no. I did, but, belly, but the dicky shirts, you can just put something over yeah. top of it and you'd be good. Yeah. Man, I did that, man. I met DMX and we, I remember it was in a dark, um, uh, 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 he was he was the only one in his restaurant and it was like semi-dark. But the only thing I can remember was his two chains. One of the chains was glistening. I said, like, yo, that's DMX. Yeah, when you went in there, did your eyes, the eyes have the contacts in like yo, your belly? No, it, it, it different did, colors? But, but see, my, my shirt, it was, you know, I don't know if you remember the LED lights yeah. that used to be on the belt. Yeah, I would yeah. break that apart and I would put that on the shirt. Oh, nice, nice. So he, yeah, noticed, he, noticed, he noticed that joint from the top. So yeah. he's like, let's go to the back, dog. So um, the guy, Tony, he had gave him the grain and he had, he smelled a little while. Yeah. And he was like, and Tony's like, yo, I want to introduce you to my man, Akio. And yeah. he's like, yo, um, he made that dicky shirt that he got on, but DMX didn't hear him. Yeah. He's like, yo, dog, where you get that shirt from, dog? <laughs> and I was like, I made it. Like my man Tony, he's like, yo, dang, yo, let me get it off your back, dog. I was like, yo, and you know what I said? I told him no. I told him no. I said, man, look, man, I can make you one. The reason why I did that too, because I didn't want my ID to be taken away. I yeah. I was fearing that, okay, this is New York, New York, they, you know, kind of like embrace yeah, it. Yeah. Never know what eyes is on it. So I use that as security, like, yo, I can exchange my number and then that way I can make it. So the manager was beside, he's like, yo, how soon can you make it then, man? How soon can you make it? And I was like, well, I was telling him that whole thing, whole spill. And then DMX was like, where you from, dog? I said, yo, you ain't listen to nothing that Tony just said. I, yeah. I said, I'm from Baltimore. He said, what you doing over here in Spokane, Washington? I said, man, I gave him the whole spill. <laughs> At that time, I was like in my young, t I was 22, yeah. and I had, Two warrants in two different states. So I used it at that time. I was like, and used that as my bragging rights. So he was like, yo, Doug, you might as well go home and do your time. And he, and he was like, yo, you might as well, you know, do. And I was like, yo, I said, um, I said, yeah, but I, I don't trust this. And he said, I know a girl that did a body. She only did five years. Doug, do your time. And I said, all right, well, D, look, can I, can I, can I get you on my camera? Because I had brought my camera yeah. with me. And he was like, he he gave me a look like he was upset because like how you gonna want something from me and you can't give me the belly to get show you back. So he was like, "No, nah, dog, I got you at the after party though." So I was like, "I bet." So fast forward, right? This is so weird. The synchronicities. <laughs> fast forward, the same. Uh, and I still have the pictures dated on my phone. The same date that I had went to a sticky mill to get like these hologram stickers uh, was the day that you know a day later he was in the hospital. I was like, mm -hmm. "Oh, yo." I said, I hope, I said, what's going on? I hope nothing happens. And then the same day, mm -hmm. and I can show you on here, the same day that the, that the, cause I took a picture of my mailbox and all that, the same day that I got the stickers in the mail mm -hmm. was the day that he passed away. And I said then, I said, okay. Like, and people was like, yo, dang, yo, that's what happened, like how the Chadwick Bozeman. Now, I didn't go along with the clout as far as how people would do stuff when people pass away with the Chadwick Bozeman, because I said no. But this time, I was like, nah, yo. I said, I was already in plan and motion to do this. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have the sales and the proceeds to go to uh, the, you know, um, people who are suffering through drug addiction, yeah. the, with the sales that go, the proceeds that go to that. So I said, yo, I got, like how you just say, yo, I got to do this, not for, you know, money or anything like that, but just for the cause and just to tell the story, because the story... The videos on YouTube was going to match with the merch that I was going yeah. to actually produce. So it's only now people that have the clout. Like I, I was in the mall today. I was uh, what, what, what store? I was I was, I was in uh, Pac Sun, <laughs> and I'm walking. No, I'm sorry, not Pac Sun. I was in um, Nordstrom's, and yeah. uh, I'm looking on the right, 
and I see DMX right there. I'm like, yo, see, now that's clout, mm -hmm. and that's that's that. But when you have a, I have a story that's attached to DMX, and then not only that, I if you look on YouTube, um, I got the footage on YouTube. I filmed them after that. Me and Lazy Bone got into a fight, uh, that, not a fight fight, but a playful fight. Yeah. That same night, man, we, we wrestled. He told me, always be prepared. And then we hand, we gonna get it, get it, pop and get it, pop and get it. That's when that song first came out. He's like, yo, shit, I'm, they're fucking with you, man. I'm supposed to be in here on stage. And if you look, and if you look at the footage, he he's just running on stage. That's and I'm great. just getting to join on it. So, yeah, man, it's a... My, you know, it's just wild, man. I got a lot of stories like that, even with Havoc and all Deep and stuff like that, man. But it's just wild. So I got I got one last question for you okay. before we uh, get into shameless plugs. Because, you know, I like to give people the opportunity to plug whatever they want to plug. So I read that you're, and obviously from what we've talked about, your pop culture influences include 90s gems such as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm -hmm. Power Rangers, and Living Color, Martin, same here, same here, same here, <laughs> uh, as you just mentioned, um, Belly, and even Friday. Yeah. So I'm going to give you four quick ones. Okay. Um, they all relate to the previous things. Who is your favorite turtle? Raphael. Okay, we're on the same page. Uh, Rita, Lord Zed, or Ivan Ooze? I might have to go with Rita because that was a classic Power Rangers right there, man. Smokey or Day Day? Smokey. And lastly, who was your favorite Martin cameo? Oh. Yeah, that's a hard one, isn't it? Now, that can be cameo that's not a character on the show. Like somebody that popped that they can be playing themselves. They, or, or a person that played the character. Because you can always go like Pretty Ricky. That was, a, that was a good Pretty Ricky was cool. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm going to have to go with Cheese, yo. Cheese, hold Come on. on. I know you're going to uh, say it. I know you're going to say it. Uh, uh, I'm waiting for you to say Biggie because nah, Biggie nah, pops nah, in the nah, ass. Nah, like, not Biggie, not Biggie. It's had to be the Jodeci. Okay, that's a good one. You know I mean? That's a good With one. The boots. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's very nice. It was a Jodeci, man. Yeah, yeah. See, see, me and my brother, we always do the Ninja Turtles thing, right? Because I think Ninja Turtles is such a boys thing. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, yo, which turtle you? And that's how you know who you can rock yo. with. My brother's like, yo, you're clearly Leonardo. I was like. No, I would say I'm Leonardo. He's like, you're clearly Raphael. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, because you like beating people up. I was like, what? Man, I, I guess I'm Raphael because a lot of people don't see this other side of me, man. Like, and see my my job sees it, but yeah. I'm not proud of it. But I'm I'm trying to work on that, man. But um, yeah, the the, the temper that Raphael has, he needs some therapy, and that's why I'm actually doing the therapy thing as well because it's like some of those things, like I told you, but for that rough childhood, yeah. there's some things I won't disclose, uh, but. Everything, if we can tie it up with the mental health issue, yeah. that's something big. Not necessarily people crazy, but just being able to deal with those inner demons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a thing where, you know, you, you have to be able to, again, as I was saying before, being able to check in with yourself. Yes, and, you did say that. You know, I'll say even with like doing this podcast, I, I try to be very mindful. And that's why I got mm. into a habit of sending the questions over beforehand because, mm. you know, sometimes you get like people's work. Artists are sensitive, Bruh. and yeah. uh, there's a vulnerability, I think, that, you know, you're telling your story, and you're like, oh, shit, I don't know if that was a rough time right mm -hmm. there, or mm -hmm. what have you. So you want to have these things kind of somewhat vetted. Like, I know what I'm aiming for, but I'm a person coming in, like, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. But I want to make sure that the guest feels comfortable, and they're not comfortable with sharing certain things. Omit that. Let's mm. keep that. Cut it out. Mm. And... Like, you know, I, I had a conversation with someone earlier and he was getting, he asked me some really personal questions before just off the riff because he was curious. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Facts, you know, facts. that's just how my thing is. I, I, I don't really, I always, I'm always set on that DEF CON thing. Like, you know, you have a job mm -hmm. and you're like, 
What's the worst you really going to do, though? <laughs> you going to beat me up or something? <laughs> you you going to fire me? Uh, right. that, that's literally how Man. I approach most things. Yeah. So if it's not that, ask me whatever. Exactly. You know, that's how it exactly. operates. Yeah. But in that, that's all the questions that I have. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to um, plug, plug, plug away, website, okay. social media, whatever you want to put out there. And Man. thank you so much. Man, well, thank you, man. Um, I'm going to sh- give a quick shout out to just everybody in general who has been able to, like, even you, man, before I plug me in. Thank you for having me, man. Just okay. thank you for having me in here, man. But my plugs is uh, uh, Akio Evans. Everything Akio Evans, A-K-I-O-E-V-A-N-S. Um, you can reach me um, on my website, by Akio Evans, and at YouTube, Akio Evans. Um, a lot of things is happening now, too, with um, me working on a set of a lot of different other productions closing in this last fourth quarter. Um, I was, I'm also, this, I'm going to leave this as an exclusive on your podcast. I'm also working um, with the uh, uh, people that are producing uh, or creating the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot. Um, they are actually having some art pieces that's going to be worn by the new characters, Ashley Banks and um, Jazz and Will, that's going to be on the and, fire. And they're, they're, they, Ashley, she collects street art and handmade Street yeah. art, so that's exactly what I do. So I'm just grateful to even have that opportunity by the grace of God. But yeah, man, it's that's the number that's the fifth production that I've been able to work on this year alone. Um, as far as my artwork being on um on on uh, on set on a production, so I'm just grateful for that, man. You, know you, I mean? you heard it here, folks, and thanks for putting that out there. That uh, I saw the news about that show actually because I thought it was like a bit. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're gonna do a dark version, a drama version of it Fresh like, Prince. Yeah, you seen that in 2019, right? Yeah, and I was like, this yeah. is a bit, right? Yeah, and it's like, nah, it's actually happening. I was like, hold up, run that back. Yeah, because <laughs> when they first did it, uh, cool. When he first did it, it it's like you and I, right? What yeah. if we was to create Meteor Man and we just created and put it on YouTube for ourselves yeah. for our own thing, right? Yeah. And then let's say Robert Townsend sees that and says, "Hey, you know what? You just created a pilot." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. In that scenario. Nice. Now they are they're shooting it now. Um, we're not shooting it now. They're starting September seventh yeah. um, in Philly, and then they're gonna shoot the other scenes and uh, what's the name? But yeah, that's that just a passion project, that's and that's cool. why. Uh, wow, this is so good. Yeah. That's exactly why you said check in with yourself because if you create, I'm learning. I'm learning that when I create passionately or start to create like these passion projects. That's how you know you're aligned with your purpose. That's how you know that those good things will come to you. You get what I'm saying? But when you're doing everything that everybody else is doing, you just you look like everybody else and you're not standing. You're wasting your time. Yeah, yeah. So, man, yeah, definitely. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, thank you. So, I'm Rob Lee for Akio Evans. This is Getting to the Truth and is our saying that there's art in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it. <laughs>